Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, we're back. And today we're going to talk about Marginalia by Ella Jane. This is very long overdue. It's been a hot second since this project came out, but we are finally here to discuss. I think we kind of needed the time to digest it in a sense. No, I I agree because I remember being so excited for all the new music coming out at the end of last year that when it all came out, I just like was so overwhelmed by all of the stuff. I I needed the time, but now is the time. Yeah, now we have the time and we kind of like sat with these songs for a while. And I think our opinions are very well developed as opposed to before. I think we would have been kind of all over the place in this episode. Oh, I totally agree. Um, Yeah. yeah. So let's get right into it. Marginalia was released October 28th, 2022. And it is Ella's second project. Not really sure if it's officially an album or an EP, but I like I'm pretty sure it's an album. It's like Gracie Abrams saying, this is what it feels like as an EP. Don't She's lie lying. to us. It's 12 You're songs. Lying. And her, her quote-unquote debut album is also 12 songs. It's and awesome. it's literally the same length. So whatever. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. How many of them were singles? So Time On was a single. Party okay. Trick, Sore Loser. How Do I Lose You? How Do I Lose You? Yeah. Did we say I Wanna? Oh, oh, five. I Wanna. That, that makes sense. It was five, wanna, right? Party trick, time on. How do I lose you? Sore loser. Sore loser. Okay. Okay. Well, less less singles than there were on the last one because her <laughs> her first EP, it was more of a collection of all of the songs that she had released right. prior to then. Which makes sense. But this one is more of a, I feel like, a complete project mm-hmm. that, like, we're all, um, like, written together nicely right okay all right well let's get into it with rankings um i'll start so my rankings are warhol sore loser crash cart i wanna party trick time on seven how do i lose you you shouldn't have said that Mm. my rankings are warhol party trick sore loser crash cart time on i wanna seven you shouldn't have said that and how do i lose you and mine are Warhol, Crash Cart, Time On, Party Trick, Sore Loser, I Wanna, Seven, You Shouldn't Have Said That, and How Do I Lose You. Okay, so let's jump right in with the first track, which is Seven. Which we all put at number seven, by the way. This is really exciting. That wasn't even on purpose. It well, literally it, wasn't. Okay, it was I like a little bit on purpose, just because I was like, I had three songs left on the ranking list, and I do like it more than eight and nine, but I was like, oh, it's seven at seven. That's like a good yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely did it a little bit on purpose, um, because it looked nice, and they both had seven at seven, so I couldn't be the odd one out. I did not when I ranked this. Yeah. When I ranked this, it just happened that way. And I was like, oh, that's so No, cute. but I don't disagree with where it is on the rankings. Like, I didn't yeah, just yeah. put it there. Okay. So I really like how this song opens up the door to the, like, kind of change in production style that we get in this um, album. It's It feels different than what she had done prior. Okay. So let me just give my little, my little spiel. I love this song i think it's so good and i think it is such an opener however it did throw me off that we put seven at seven she did not put seven at seven in the track right that being said it is it's rude but it is such an opener yeah you know it really is and i think it's 
it's really interesting how it like it grows and it like becomes bigger mm-hmm. and i also think that it's interesting that this is the opener to her tour as well so i think it has a really like big sound environment like it really has a full experience when you're listening to it um this song is such like a reminiscing song in not just all of the lyrics but also the production style i think and the build-up of you know the music and i think that the song definitely has some of my favorite lyrics in the entire album like are you kidding me the second verse especially is just so beautiful and like we've talked about Ella's lyricism so much in you know the past in our previous episodes but she just has such a way with putting exactly what she thinks into poetic words which yeah is a talent that's it's not easy to come across and I think that's just because she spends not just because she's incredibly talented I think she spends a lot of time with each individual lyric and you can tell you can tell how much like effort and care she puts into each one of her songs because everything is there with a purpose right and nothing that you hear that from her like from her songs feels like oh that's icky like that doesn't feel right because everything does feel right because she put so much time and effort into making sure everything was so cohesive and yeah definitely works in her favor okay now we're gonna move on to the second track which is time on and this is the track that I have such a strong emotional attachment to. I'm not really sure why, but like I also kind of know how it worked. <laughs> um, so the first time I heard this song fully was when we went to see Ella in December of 2021. And she played it as an unreleased song. We're so special. We are so we special. We were so we special. We are so special. Um, right. And I really liked it from the get-go and before it was released I randomly like had it in my head at random points in time just from that one listen that I got from the concert so when it did finally come out I genuinely had such an attachment to it it was on loop it was like on the top of my um um like songs in the past six months thing on Spotify so it had a chokehold on me and for good reason, because it is so, I think, addicting. Yeah. And the lyrics, um, um, the lyrics of the chorus, when it goes, but if you wanted to break my heart, I'm strong, I can take it. I don't know, that just hits so hard. Yeah, also, we'll have you know that Victoria listens to the same, like, four songs. That's um, a lot. That's an Ella lyric. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. She listens to the same, like, collection of songs so for a song to be at the top of her six months means a lot because i mean she has to listen to it a lot of times times. that's so true no but i think this song has such a strong concept um it's been a while since i've I've gotten to say those words but um (laughs) okay i think that there's a difference between giving somebody your heart versus giving them the permission to like break your heart i think there's something strangely intimate about that like I think, I think it's funny. I think it's funny too. <laughs> like, uh, okay, like here you go. You have permission to do whatever you want with my heart right now. And I no, think that I also think that it's um the way that she like phrases it. Um, like she's like, you can break it because if you, I'm strong. I can take it. Right. Like, like don't I'm, worry about me. Just right. Like, hang you out do your with thing. Me. <laughs> you do your thing. But it's it's just so adorable. And as Victoria said, like the chorus is just so addicting. 
And then she ends it with, if you're looking for someone to waste your time on, like, that's me. Waste your time on me. <laughs> right. But like in a good way. In right. Good it's way. like, it is pick me, but also it doesn't feel like that. Okay. I think the funniest part is that like people asked her about like the lyrics in the first verse and she's like, oh no, I was just waiting in the dining hall line at Tops. It was long. <laughs> no, literally. She's like, they're like, what does it mean when you're waiting in a line? She's like, I was literally physically waiting, 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 like, waiting in a line. In Massachusetts with all these rich college kids. Yeah. <laughs> Which will come up later. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to Sore Loser. I was so excited for this song based on the TikTok stuff that she was posting. She was like, Did you ever see that girl? Or I don't know if it was a girl, but it was someone on TikTok who would post like day like 345 of waiting for sore loser by LJ yes. without fail every single day. Yes. It went like 200 days. It was so funny. It was too. so funny. Because it was me. And then, <laughs> and then like by like day 200, she's like, girl, this song is yours. Like, <laughs> no, it's so funny. And then she, like Ella in her TikTok was like, guys, I'm so sporty and athletic. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> no, but the song has such a the concept the concept of the song of i'm a sore loser who always falls for the winner um should have warned you first that you struck a deal with a lifelong quitter mm-hmm. that i feel like is so um it's so real and relatable it, it's so real and relatable <laughs> yeah even if you're not like actively a sore loser i feel like everyone is secretly a sore loser in yeah, their head i am such We're a sore, sore loser. loser i'll say it you can't be a, you can be a gracious loser to their face i am right. so bitter but like come on you always have your sore loser thoughts of course of course yes. okay let's talk about the lyrics of the first verse too as she's sipping your coffee gonna rot my brain like that's so okay real no it's a real but i also just think it's like i always knew that i'd give into jealousy but i never thought that it would be the death of me like you don't know unless you're standing in that position no it's just like being so jealous and you can relate that to like sports when someone else is doing well and you're doing bad oh the jealousy (laughs) when you get okay when you're running and you get beaten (laughs) no literally (laughs) like when you do bad and you get beaten yeah it's like you're done literally done no but Ugh, I just love this song so much. Yeah. And of course, we have to bring up the remix she did with Charlie. Which is so cute. It, it is, is so cute. cute. It's so cute and funny. And that album cover is so cute and sporty. Mm-hmm. So athletic. Tennis. Tennis. Yes. Tennis girly. Yeah. She's also, so... it's so good. And his voice mixes really well with hers. I know. I and they did, love them. They did a too. live version. Mm-hmm. And then she did a live version of one of his songs. With like with him uh-huh. for satisfactory and i was like Ooh. also i think it's so cute that he signed to like satisfactory records which is like a division of phoebe bridgers and like phoebe sands it's cute <laughs> okay dream label by the way just so you know <laughs> for sure we got that thanks take notes um okay so the next track is party trick oh, i've been waiting to talk about this which one. i think was the second single right mm-hmm. after time on so i feel like it was very prominent yeah a, a prominent part of the era for sure i i think that this was definitely such a defining moment in the era like ugh, the music video so <laughs> good and i just think the whole idea of the song i i love the idea of just everything in the chorus like saying i love you for a party trick like ugh, i love how she says that and then i love the drink your attention till it makes me sick it just has a way of 
putting these it, it fits really satisfyingly together it's in the like chorus. doing something to get someone's attention like just wanting their attention so yeah. bad i guess say that. wanting someone's attention so bad that you say like i love you for a party <laughs> trick just so that you can make it happen like and it feels like such a light-hearted thing like a party trick like, right it, it's fun right it's, it's fun it's supposed to be like a joke but it's it fun isn't it's a funny. joke yeah and i love how that shows how she's kind of like hiding her feelings it's a party trick it's fun right like also, it's this serious. is this is so gay. <laughs> like the dynamic here. <laughs> like, well, I know it is about a girl. Because she says and a girl that, I've known and for she was very too. excited to announce that it was her first song about a girl, and that's very big for her. So very proud. But also, like the dynamic here of like girls just moving so fast. Like you can see it. Yeah, I could feel it. <laughs> like, okay, like, we see you. <sighs> like I know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> the dog. The homophobic dog. Oh my god, I made a playlist and the the cover was the homophobic dog. And it's like the, I the know homophobic dog. It was called it's called Fresh and Fruity. Who <laughs> made him like that? <laughs> Who did that to him? Gay odor. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but this song this song has such a good energy. I really like the production of this song because I think it like it keeps the flow and it keeps the song in the like in the environment that you that you would think it should be in right. if that makes sense right okay so let's move on to you shouldn't have said that okay this- <laughs> you shouldn't have said that <laughs> we actually had a big debacle <laughs> earlier today trying to spell shouldn't yeah that was really funny <laughs> it was very humbling i can't believe, I can't believe it three high school aged <laughs> people could not spell shouldn't and we were supposed staring to be, at it for so no, long we bro. were staring at it we were like debating it like actively like, no like here's where the apostrophe is supposed to go like no it's not <laughs> and we're supposed to be smart yeah we're supposed to be smart <laughs> sometimes it's fine um anyways that was a humbling moment it was um this song is also a little bit humbling it is it's incredibly humbling like this actually like crushes me every single time i listen to it no and it's so it I like that when it starts, like it, it gets right to it. It like starts and it's like, you shouldn't have said that. And at, oh my God, you shouldn't have said that, at least not without warning. I've been such a wreck. Like it's right. the, the way she speaks with such conviction here. It's like, yeah. you shouldn't have. Like, you also, shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have gone and played with someone's actual. Also, she's just part. like me. This song is just reaffirms that she is just like me. I have never gotten over anything that has ever happened to me. Literally ever. I, I will I agree with that. Honestly. Yeah, I will think about it years later. No, because if someone says something to me, I will think about it for, oh, for weeks sure. and weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards. And that's literally the worst thing ever. Like, oh, no. When verse two says, you shouldn't have said that and think that I'd read it, then after a minute, forget that I'd seen it. Like, no. No, that's just not how that works. Uh, and of course, she had her little TikTok moment with the chorus. And you shouldn't have me crazy. Yeah, that is very TikTok. But like, in a good way. In it's a good funny. way. Like, Sometimes we were like, yes, TikTok derogatory. No, like this is good. I love the theatric like, factor that it adds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let's talk about the part in the second verse. Jersey Girls here. That's us. Let's dissect. <clears throat> Looked for distractions. I found none at college. Just rich kids from Jersey and part-time astrologists. Still thought about you, but now I know communists. Yes. 
Um, so. so anyways, we can confirm. Guys, we have a cameo in this song. That's <laughs> us. She wrote about us. And our song, our, our town, what, like, directly feeds into, like, Tufts. Yeah. That was I terrible. Think, I, think, terrible. I think that's why it's really funny. When she was like, rich kids from Jersey, I was like, oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. Thank I you, know. Ella. I know. I know this was meant just for us. So I thank you. No, but we know exactly who she's talking about. No, and they're we do. Like, we like, do. I think the sociopolitical effect of this, it's like, thanks for the mention. <laughs> yeah. I really like the bridge of this song where she says, and there's blood in the water, I'll wait till the faucet runs clear. And you shouldn't have said that and think I'd pretend not to hear. I don't know. It just, the the phrasing, the phrasing throughout this song is so perfectly done. It feels like she's like, her heartbeat is like ramping up. Like, like she's just like riling herself up over and over and over again, right. which is something I do. Like I build something up to be so much in my head. And this song feels like a perfect way to convey that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting because she just keeps going and I'm like, yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have said that, but you know what you should do? Listen to this ad break. Okay, we're back and we're ready to talk about oh, how do I lose you? That was a really weird like <laughs> intonation. Yeah. I had, a, I had a hot moment with how do I lose you? The music video is so cute. I was just so about to bring that up. And with the dancing aliens. Yes, I was with the dancing aliens. I think it's so funny. She's like, my choreographer quit on me. <laughs> it was so funny. I was cackling. My choreographer would quit on me too. I'm such a horrible dancer. Not Anusha though. Anusha's our dancing queen. Young Thanks, and sweet. guys. I'm like broken after yesterday's performance. Like I can't <laughs> walk properly. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this song also, I think, has a really good energy even though it, like, Loki is depressing. <laughs> but I feel like that's that's the vibe we get from this, from a lot of the songs Doesn't on this she project. say she's happy music for sad people? Did she say that? That's probably that's, true. That's, great that's probably that's, true. No, I think that is her, like, saying, or it was. I think that's a fantastic, I've never heard that, but I mean, I've never heard her say that, but I think that's fantastic. Like, that's good. And it that's is real, good. And it's right. I really like um, the, I'm just going to say I like the phrasing again, but I just said that, so I'm not going to say that. Um, I like how this is very, like, denial is a river in Egypt. It's like, like, this never happened, like, what am I doing type of thing. It's like, very, nothing real to forget, loving you, like, pretend. Like, there's nothing there, so what am I holding on to type of thing. I just really so like, real. I really like how the song starts out with, I don't know, I didn't know that I was falling till I hit the ground and wasn't love if you can never hear it make a sound. It's like the tree, tree question. Tree in the yes! forest! I love that question. Like, Wait, what's a, the question? Is, is if the a tree, tree falls, falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, did it make a sound? But, like what's the definition of sound what's the deep philosophical question there oh it's like if there's um no one there to experience something something, then did it it ever happen yes is that what it is yeah it's literally the answer is so obvious it's yes i know no but that's what i'm saying how could you say no like the obvious answer is yes so what's the argument for no why is this a debate why is this a great philosophical well because if there was no one to to witness the event then there is no one to like say that it happened yeah, uh, right? it's weird okay well let's move on um, <laughs> well ella's making us being very making us be very philosophical today she's making you very confused right now <laughs> yeah, she's making you very like not english yeah anyways I'm i think sorry. this song is so fun it's so indie pop 
you know yeah yeah no it is it's like this is the definition like prime indie pop this is this is fun music you know i think my logic and i think she she backs this logic up if you don't like pop music you're just not fun you're fun you're a boring person and you do boring things and you also have a and you're lying to superiority complex you think you're better than everyone else because you're like i hate pop music no don't lie no you're just boring you're not superior you're just boring sorry that's i get really passionate about that yeah anyway let's move on (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's move on to warhol fan fave also another music video by the way love it's so cool i like she stepped up her music video game like if she has if you oh i think board of mine was awesome so I know that when I saw Warhol on the track list, I was like, I know this one. This one is going to have, this concept is going to be like through the roof. It's going to be executed so perfectly. And it is perfect. It is it's perfect. It's perfect. Oh, it's so good. What else can we say? It's just so like, I think effortlessly artistic. That's, that's, that's a good way to put it. It's like Andy Warhol. <laughs> yes. Like Andy Warhol. Wow. I've been waiting forever to be noticed up on a white wall. I keep twisting the image till I'm not myself at all because you love Andy Warhol. Come on. So good. And the verses are, like, unmatched. Like, yeah, also a Hitchcock blonde on Bleecker Street. Street. Also because she is a bleak blonde. <laughs> she... I bet you'll I bet never you'll know, know which, which one's one. the carbon copy. Can you tell? Oh, that I love that lyric because it just, it says it, like, outright basically um but like when you think about what it means in terms of being in a relationship or like being maybe not in a relationship but like trying to be in a relationship um that you're just so desperate that you're just changing everything about yourself so you could be noticed yeah real it's awful it's true (laughs) yeah it's awful but true true. and i I think everyone does it not to like this extent but everyone like does things to be noticed. Oh yeah. yeah. When they want to be with someone. But you know. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to I wanna. I wanna say that I saw this when I saw when this came out. Um, that she said that this was um this song had inspiration from Never Really Over by <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> and I was slightly concerned because I have like this thing against that song. What? It's what? a great it's song. So I have, good. But I have a thing against Is that. Is that the one with Zoe Deschanel? The music video. <laughs> Anyways, so I was like slightly concerned because I have a thing against that song. But you know what? Ella's take on this type of song turned out really, really nice for me. Yeah, her and Katy Perry are the same brand of person. The same. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We've never talked about Katy Perry on the podcast, have we? No. Hmm. That's interesting. It is, actually. right? It's the one with Zoe Deschanel in it. I love her. Also, the the harmony of the just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. It's I love that part. Guys, I just like to assert that I was the original Harley's in Hawaii stand before it went viral on TikTok. <laughs> and Victoria was like, girl, like the song sucks. I was like, no, it's so no, good. No, I remember that. I remember this conversation. I was like, no, it's like really good. And then no, I, because TikTok, I like, remember because when I was listening to that album or whatever, I was sitting in the parking lot of a grocery store. What's the one called? Smile? What's yeah, it called? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and I was sitting in the parking lot of a grocery store texting you about how shitty I thought all the songs were. No, don't lie. <laughs> okay, well, it was flop. But not okay, flop, half but of it was, was. But it was flop-tastic. Like, yeah, like, it was, like, bad flop. But, like, good flop. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that was that was Katie's thing, you know? That was... She's, like... Yeah. Okay, anyways, let's talk about I Wanna. It's so good. <laughs> also, it does, it gives, like, out of the woods in, like, the repetition oh. of the chorus. I was just about to bring that up. Song, there's, like, a very specific category of songs like that. AKA, out of the woods, nobody, Mitski. Yeah, but it, sometimes song. it doesn't work. Sometimes yeah. the repetition really gets to you, but sometimes it's really good. And I think it's better when the final chorus changes it a little, like it does here. Um, I want to feel the rush. I want to feel the rush. I want to feel the rush. I want to feel it. And mm-hmm. when you call my name, don't want to be okay. I want it in my veins. I want to need it. And then, like, the way she emphasizes her words there makes it, like, even more powerful than the repetition that she's, like, stressing in the chorus. And I think it's it's a poetic device. People forget that in music. Because yeah. there's, like, kind of a format to pop songs. But, like, it works. People forget that it works until it works really well. Right. Right. Um, I think it also works out nicely because of the way the verses, like, contrast what's in the chorus, like, sonically or, like, melodically. I don't Mm. really know. But there's, like, a contrast. Um, And I really like some of the lyrics in this song. In the first verse where she says, your blue lightning hit the cold, hard ground again. Um, intoxicating eyes, chemical contact high, lost in flames. I let I let myself forget. Oh, did you see the chemical contact high remix came out? I did. I see did that. see I that, did see and that. I really like it. But I really like the phrase chemical contact high. So it's nice to also, <laughs> that was derogatory. <laughs> also, the bridge gives cruel summer. But then our last week in the taxi, you kissed me and I cried. Felt like a kid in the backseat waving you goodbye. As in, I'm drunk in the back of the car and I cried, cried like, like a baby, baby coming home from, from the, the bar. bar. That's so true. That was good. I I, I really like the buildup of the repetition. Because in the in the first the first time the chorus comes around, right? It's kind of like very like linear. Like, I want to be in love. Right, I want right. to be in love. Uh-huh. I want to be in love. But then the second time it hits... She just injects this, like, indescribable, like, emotion into, like, the repetition that shows the desperation of it just so much. The way that it builds up, the way she enunciates each and every I wanna be in love. Like, every single one is just so strongly emphasized. It just conveys the desperation in a way that no other song lyric can. It's just I wanna be in love over and over Yeah, I agree. And I I really like the last chorus, like Sophia was talking about, how... It changes to um, the whole, I want to feel that Russian. I want it in my veins. I want to need it. I want to need it. Because I really, really like the concept of like, you want it so bad, you want to inject it in your veins. Right. I don't know. I just. Drugs. <laughs> yes. Not Good job, that guys. way. Good job, guys. I think it's interesting how she changes the meaning of I want to be in love from the first to the second verse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like, I want to be in love. And then it's like. No. Like, no. I'm like, serious. I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to the final track, which is Crush Cart. She really said you thought this was going to end in a nice, happy yeah. way. No. Well, if you look at this song title and you're like, wow, what a happy looking song. The like, Crush you Cart. Are wrong. Especially if you look at the album cover. Well, yes. yes. Which is, I mean. But you can hope. This makes me want to cry. Like, yeah. 
it's so upsetting. Don't you think I know you kiss me just to pass the time? It's kind of like Taimon counterpart. Because, like, in Taimon, she's like, oh, like, you can waste your time on me. But here she's kind of facing, like, no, no, she's more like, I would waste my time on you. Yeah. But you're just but like, not. But, like, okay, I, I feel like there is definitely, like, kind of like a counterpart there. Because there she's, like, kind of, like, half, like, joking, like, yes, like, pick me, choose me, love me. But then here she's, like, serious. She's, like, like, I know it's just to pass the time. Like, I know that this is not that real i know there's someone else basically. right right because when she's talking about well the car metaphor is very interesting it is um because you're moving down from Miller streets at 85 and they're watching the blur so you can't see what's going on outside because the person would theoretically be afraid for her to realize that there's someone else and that there's like a clear and obvious truth so just like speeding through it and hoping you don't mm-hmm. notice mm-hmm. It's giving and then reckless you're gonna crash. Driving. Yeah, right. it's giving reckless driving. And the chorus. With I got the, the chorus. The, the so way the chorus, good. in my opinion, the way the chorus incorporates piano is so beautiful. I agree because it has like that almost New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So too, like, yeah. Playing. Yeah. It's just so sad. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. Verse two. So I wrap another day in shiny make-believe and let you call your toleration reciprocity. That's a lot of big words. I know. It's getting tolerated. Yeah. It is. That is so tolerated. It is. I love tolerated. The bridge literally destroys me. I'll breathe for the both of us. I'll breathe for the both of us. A machine for the both of us. That is so Phoebe. Like, I'll breathe for the both of us. Okay, speaking of Phoebe, I'm pissed that waiting room got taken off the spot i saw that i wanted to die when i saw that because i was like i I thought it was a joke so i went to go look it up and it was gone no 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 because i was one day i genuinely the the day that i found out i was genuinely like searching that song i was like oh i want to listen to some phoebe but there's like a very specific like intent in my mind to listen to waiting room and i looked it up i was like why isn't it coming up like is it just my wi-fi like and then i like I was like, no, this can't be. And then I like Googled it. And then I wanted to die because I actually wanted to listen to that specific song in that moment. And it just wasn't there. And it was the worst day of my life. I wanted to add it to a playlist like a few weeks ago. And then I remembered and I was like, you're kidding, right? (laughs) That's like a soul crushing loss. Anyway. If it would have been sidelines, I would have actually offed myself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The sidelines love is so real. It's like scary. Yeah. Why do we love it so much? Anyway. Anyways. In conclusion. <laughs> in conclusion, we are literally obsessed with anything that Ella puts out. Honestly, she could put I out like so obvious. She could put out seven seconds this. of static noise. We just like Taylor and we would like, still listen to it. Seven seconds of static noise and we'd be like, wow, like it's the so intent deep. behind this is No, so the real. intent is that there's just like nothing going on. Like they're not talking anymore. Like no girl. <laughs> no but genuinely we would do that we would do it we just have like the most amount of love ever for ella's songwriting and we we said it during our last ella episode we can't wait to see what she does next and this is what she's doing next and she's doing amazing things and we're just we just have so many expectations for her and she's just like crushed all of them like in the most literal sense (laughs) and we're just we're just so proud we are proud. We are proud parents, even though we're like a lot younger than her. Oh, yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Know, it's a few years. It's right? a few years. Is she 21? I, I think, think so. A couple of years. She's like five years old now. That's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that old. 
No, but we love you. And yeah. Thanks for making good music. Yeah. Happy music for sad people. Yeah, happy music for sad people. Thanks for that. We needed that. No, I hope that was actually something she said because I feel like it was, but I I feel like it's true. It is true. Okay. And we we vibe with it. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you want to hear more of us, make sure to check out our social media. Our Instagram is at Speaking of Music Podcast. And our TikTok is at Speaking of Music Podcast. So make sure to go follow both of those for all the latest updates. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.